as boys lines. As bold as lion. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Once again, this is Derek Charles Johnson and my wife, Corey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we are doing our third and final podcast of a series called Home Fires. And this corresponds with a blog that I've been doing all month long at my website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com. And uh, we are just so glad that you could join us. Yes, we're glad you're here. Yes. Um, just finishing up this series on the home. And uh, it's probably one of my favorite topics because I get to talk about it with my wife. You mean like right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know, like in general. <laughs> in general, or? you know, okay, just okay. talking about yeah, from yeah. from the things that I I share, I guess, on the blog, and as we've started a podcast, and we'll be going into different various areas of um, you know ideas and, and topics. But mm -hmm. but just kind of starting with the home just seemed like a natural fit, something that we we already talk and engage. We spend a lot of time talking about it, yes. <laughs> a lot. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's one of our own passions, um, just to talk about the home, marriage, family, parenting, and, uh, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're finishing up today, just talking about building a faithful legacy and a, probably a word that didn't mean a lot to me when I first got married was this word legacy. Mm -mm. You're um, just young and you don't really... Yeah, think about, that. think about it, right? Um, and leaving leaving a godly legacy was, mm -hmm. um, you know, and something to pass down to a future generation just didn't wasn't something that crossed your mind a lot right. or my mind. <laughs> um, but I think what was more important when you know almost twenty years ago, getting married before having mm -hmm. kids and all mm -hmm. that um, was just what, what's my own standing in the world? What right. a, how am I doing? What do other people think of me? Right. Um, you know, am I a big deal or not? Right. <laughs> and, uh, and I think hopefully through some maturity, um, then just God hit me over the head. Well, I think everyone's like that though. Yeah. I think when you're younger, you just have a very more egocentric view. Mm -hmm. And as you get older, it, it starts to change. It starts to change, you know, you don't, you care less and less and less. Yeah. What people think of you. Yeah. I, well, there are, it's just a natural progression yeah. of aging. Aging, right. I think there's a few rare people that you see a lot of depth and maturity at in a young, really a young age where they've, they've already kind of figured some of that out mm -hmm. and um, kind of, I envy that a little bit because like, man, you, you know what life's about <laughs> in your 20 or 30 and you got to figure it out. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That's a little or bit of a Or it might be like a false set of confidence, too. Could be. Too. Could yeah, be that, too. Yes. Um, That's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> they were, not, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> but um, I think you're right, though. Like, the older I get, like, the less concerned I am with um, with how people view me. 
Right. Uh, and that's not, I, I don't want that to come across as like, you know, I, I don't care. I really, right. the, your opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not so much like how I'm viewed, you know, whether or not your self-esteem this, doesn't, isn't based right. upon it. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not always looking to please people just so that for affirmation, that, for affirmation mm-hmm. for myself. Right. right. Um, I'm just more, I, I really, I really feel, and I think people say this kind of happens, you know, around your forties and maybe your fifties and in that age where you just kind of like settle into life and you're just like, this is who I am. And right. take, your you know, <laughs> take your leave it. I'm not going to change. This is <laughs> too, I'm too far gone to set my to, ways now. Right. But I mean, according to this, what really matters, and we've been talking about that right. in this podcast and the blogs is that, you know, I want people to know what's, what's really important in life. Right. I, I want to, to keep coming back to that. Right. And I want other people to know that. I want my kids to know that. Right. I want us on the same page as, um, you know, the, the head of our, the, the leaders of our home, um, spiritually speaking, you know, to, to keep coming back to, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And, right. and that, uh, he's, giving me these opportunities every day to portray him and, and to, to really put him on display. And if I'm not doing that, I'm, I'm missing it, you know? And so I'm trying to like, how do I do that on a regular basis? Right. Don't waste your life on fluff. On fluff. Amen. Um, so, you know, again, we're, we're looking at these priorities, uh, these questions where we're saying, what are our priorities? Um, are we centered upon Christ? Are we examining what truly matters? Those three questions just kind of guiding a lot of, of what we talk about. Um, right. and really life, life is short. Yeah, it, it's, it it's really so fast. Flesh. Yeah. We've already got a high schooler. Yeah. We've got three course, more years and he'll be. He's, on, on his own. Yep. Doing his thing. And that's a crazy thought. Like right. you never really think, oh, we'll be at that point someday. You're always changing diapers and running right. kids to school. Well, that's and our kids are so spread apart <laughs> yeah. in age. Right. We're still, still doing we're, diapers. We're on both ends of that <laughs> spectrum. But um but we only we really have just this finite amount of time and opportunities to make impressions. Right. Um and show our kids Christ. And I, I think there's this question that I, I wrote here, just what, what things can we afford to cut out of our lives so that we can recenter our priorities? And I think that also helps just guide and steer us as we, as we talk right. about what kind of legacy are we going to be leaving behind? What, what were we about um, as Derek and Corey and right. our family of tons of kids? <laughs> it's I, only five. Yeah, only five. That's, that's enough. So, um, would you would you read that verse from Ephesians there? Ephesians 5, 1 through 2 says, Follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of the Lord, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So, the first point of, um, as we're going into this kind of just three points that we like to, to draw out. And these are all in the blog as well. But first one is this be like Jesus. And I think as we talk about a legacy, like that's, that's the most powerful thing you mm-hmm. can, can really leave behind. Um, already talked about marriage being a place where we show each other grace and the home being a mission field as we want to lead and guide our kids to know the Lord. And, and um, hopefully the gospel is, is talked about and, and they understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we stop to think about 
how that example in our homes is also um, something that points other people outside of our our home to Christ, mm-hmm. like our neighbors, our right. you know, even other people that we <clears throat> we go to church with, our our coworkers, the other parents at the school, you know, just all these people that we perhaps rub shoulders with from time to time. How are we um, pointing them to Christ by how we're raising our family? Right. Um, and I just, from that, I step back and think, well, who have been the godly uh, families, couples mm-hmm. that I've witnessed in my life, either growing up or that I see now around me, there may be a little older and, and just there's, there's wisdom. Maybe they're, um, they're people that directly impacted. They were like, mm-hmm. like some sort of a mentor or just people that we watch from afar. And, and you're just kind of like, wow, I hope someday oh, that's going to be like them. Yeah. Like that's the, that's a marriage I want to have. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope I see that, that kid and their family, or it's probably not a kid anymore. And they're a nice, old. respectful man, young and, man. Yeah. You know, and there, there's just a lot that, you know, you, you, you desire for your own life and your own family. Right. Um, but really, you know, we don't, we don't have to just hope for wish, hopeful, ah, hope or wish for that someday for us, like, you know, like longing for it. Like we can start doing that now. We can start talking about. It doesn't happen overnight. No. It's easy just to look at other people's lives and whatever, you know, think, I don't know. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't, you have to remember that it doesn't happen overnight. Right. Even when people say things you know, about your children or you see other people's children. I mean, like, and like, oh, wow, they're really well behaved. Well, mm-hmm. like that didn't just happen overnight. Like that's mm-hmm. years of pouring in and, and consistency and yep. all of that stuff to get to that point. A lot of behind the scenes, you know, in the home, just talking about these things. Like we talked about last time where it's mm-hmm. like, in terms of your faith, like you're talking about when you get up and when you lie down and, you know, along the road, it's like this lifestyle and and people don't see all that. Although they, I think they can come to appreciate that and know, like, you know, whatever it is you're doing with your kids, Hey, you're doing a great job because they're well-behaved, they're polite, they're, you know, and it's like, maybe that's a, an entry point to say, well, we really, we try to do that. We try to make, Jesus the center of our right. home. We try to, you know, talk about the Bible. Yeah. Whatever. And ultimately it's nothing that I have done. It's the no. Holy Spirit and yeah. you know, can God answering a lot of prayers. A lot of prayers. Um so yeah, I, I just you know, that's as far as legacy, like that's that's one thing that I think about. Mm-hmm. Of just being like Jesus as as a family, as a couple, and yeah. putting that on display, and, and hopefully that that translates into something that people see and like recognize, because yeah. we can see it in other people, and like right, you know, they're Must just see. they're just down to earth, humble yeah. Christian people, and I want to be like that. They're they're pointing it. me to Jesus. I want right. to be like well. They want to see. I want the Holy Spirit to be attractive. Yeah. in us, mm-hmm. nothing because we're not. I mean, we're not great. Yeah, in and of ourselves, we're no. filthy rags. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, just moving into this next point, just talking about um, your twilight years are not wasted. And if you'd read that first, they're from Psalm. Psalm 145, 4. 
One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. So just the idea that the faith that we have is is something that is important to be generational, that we're mm-hmm. we're not just moving to a certain point where it's kind of like, well, you know, I can kind of just phone it in and I'm done because <laughs> I'm whatever. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about my grandma a, a little bit um, last week and she, she passed away in January. She was 96, mm-hmm. um, lived a full life, just mm-hmm. really committed, passionate for the Lord. And she, she's just one person who reminds me of this, that like she never stopped using her opportunities to, to tell people about Jesus, right. to pray for people, to still connect with people. She would even connect, you know, back to different, her and her husband were um, in the ministry. So, you know, going back to the people that they had influence on or churches that they were at one point connected to and stuff and, right. and still going back and doing that. And it's right. like, um, you know, even as she became less and less able to, to go out and, have all the normal things that a person would do, you know, drive right. a car or whatever. Um, so, you know, retirement was not like this, my days are over at someone yeah, else's turn. to the end. Yeah. Know? Like I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but I think that we, we tend to think of retired people and older folks somewhat in that way as, as a culture, especially like, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're out of touch. They're, they don't have as much relevance anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, you know, that, that we kind of, we, just the arrogance of youth. Yep. It's true. That it is. And I can see that more now because I'm, I'm not young. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not necessarily old, but right. I'm, I'm definitely but not you don't appreciate young and, and cool anymore. Yeah. So, um, and you have come to appreciate wisdom. You come to appreciate wisdom. But when you're young, depth and just like you don't, because you think you you have a lot of you have it all together. All yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and you know that that whole thought process within the culture it, it does have its influence on the church in some ways. Right. Um, just talked about that. that you know, we've got to have a, a real hip, cool pastor, you know, right. trendy dresser. Trendy, whatever. trendy, trendy. Um, worship is, is skinny jeans and fog machines it's and big screens. And big screens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, you know, like just kind of the, the culture that we've created within the church, which kind of reflects this a little bit, right. which is, you know, kind of disappointing because we're, we're missing a lot of wisdom. And I'm not saying this is every church, but right. this is kind of a brand of American Christianity, Christianity and like when the world, the rest of the world kind of sees like our television shows and some of the things right. we're putting out as a church Everybody's culture. Got, yeah. Like, oh, you know, everybody's yeah. snappy dresser. Snappy and dress. That's right. Wearing the, the really cool shoes and they've got the, you know, the best music and all these yeah. people are like in their twenties and, you know, anyway, right. I can go, it's a soap I can go off a, yes. a ta- tangent yeah. there, yep, but, yep, yep. <laughs> but, um, but we should be looking to, to those older folks for guidance, um, that there there's wisdom there mm-hmm. in a sense that, uh, we need to hear from you. We need to have you share our, your experiences because mm-hmm. it helps us in the here and now. Right. And, uh, really that idea, like Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. No. You know what we're going we like through. I think that we're so yeah, we're special like, and what, you know, that mm-hmm. we, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know, 
this advanced and advanced, like this is different that, that than your is, day, you old man. My, you know, you can read my mind. I can read exactly, mind. what I'm trying to I'm say. Trying to finish your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like all this technology and all this social media and all you know, like we we can kind of just Puff feel ourselves like up. yeah, like mm-hmm. this is different than how it was before. But really, everything just repeats. We right. deal with the same issues. It's just packaged differently. Yeah, packaged differently. It's the same, right? So. I'm not trying to be a bitter old man. I, I no, mean, uh, no, you're not. Get I, I'm not trying lawn, to speak right? for the yeah. bitter old people. But, you know, my thought here is just that we have to remind ourselves, both, you know, our generation and younger, and also, you know, push our older folks to say, we we want to hear from you. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a fear that um, there's this greatest generation of sorts that is is passing away, and there is so much depth and, and heart um, literally fading uh, with no apparent backfill of that same sacrifice, giving and awareness, you know, what is right and true and, right. and standing for things that you believe in um, that, that we're seeing that, that kind of fade away. And there's, there's not really another generation taking up that mantle and, right. and, and calling for that again. Right. And, and so you know, I, I just I want older Christians to know that their voice is so needed today mm-hmm. uh, within our world. And then and as I get older, I, I just I want to be the type of person that doesn't fade into the background and just into, let the younger people take. Care yeah, of it. right. Yeah, say you know we we our usefulness doesn't reach some sort of shelf life where it's right. we're we're done. There's so. no expiration date on being useful. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ministry doesn't end. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and this last point is just talking about choosing calling over comfort. And I'll have you read that verse from 3 John there. 3 John verse 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Amen. Um, I think in order to leave a legacy that counts, we must choose calling over comfort. Mm -hmm. And I think inevitably that also means choosing faith over fear. Yeah. That. That's where that kind of leads us. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to just pull in this this quote. It's from the blog. And if you would just read that. I I was trying to figure out what to what to say here. And I feel like this is kind of where my heart's at. So if you would read that, Corey. Okay. When we look back over our lives, what will be the mark that will define us? If we've amassed vast sources of wealth and material things, but do not have a family that serves the Lord or desires Him, what will we have gained? If we've done everything to fill our children's lives with happiness and contentment, but haven't shown them the gospel, how have we benefited them? In the process of doing life together in our marriages and families, we have to continually come back to this question, what is it that truly matters? Sometimes figuring out what matters, applying it, and living by it is hard. It's easier to stay comfortable and live out a lukewarm faith. It's easier not to attend church, not to read our Bibles, and not to pray. Yes. So, you know, a real legacy, one that matters is is defined by making uh, tough choices, tough taking uh, tough stands when Mm -hmm. it counts. Mm -hmm. You know, standing for truth when it's unpopular. Leading your family. Uh, reading the Bible, attending church, making faith a lifestyle. 
Um, even what it would have been easier to just check out. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes making tough decisions just means cutting out busyness, I think, in right. our lives. Where we're, most of those things aren't probably necessarily bad things. Right. They're just distracting you from what's more important. Right. Doesn't mean everything has to just be, you know, thrown out and right. you just become monks or something. But <laughs> right. you, you, you assess, I feel like a lot of families struggle with just the, the weekly routines and just the, you know, from sunup to sundown, there's just the schedule, the day every is, day, is filled Every minute with is accounted for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if you can step back from that and just say, well, where's some space in here that we're giving to the Lord? How are we still living out kind of that Deuteronomy challenge where we're, we're making our faith mm-hmm. a lifestyle with our kids, you know, is right. it getting squeezed out or pushed aside by just how much that we're doing? Right. And, um, and sometimes as parents, we're just wanting to allow our kids to have, you know, these, these memories and creating fun experiences. And, and I, I get that, you know, and I want right. that for my kids too. And sometimes, right. you know, I feel like maybe I'm not always giving them the, the, the childhood that they really could have this or magical whatever. childhood. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but then I have to step back and be like, well, what, what really matters in the long run? You know, what are the memories that are, they're, they're going to have. Right. And hopefully they're, they're always connected to something that, that ties into the, their faith and ties into right. to Christ. And, you know, so, um, mm-hmm. and if we didn't make it to Disney, I guess we'll, we'll be okay. I don't think we're okay. going to make it to Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Our children uh, will be deprived of the Disney. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, that, that's just my heart with that is, is, how do we choose our calling in the Lord over comfort? And that, that ties into raising kids and all that, but you know, to continue living that out, even as your kids grow up to continue, not just putting yourself on the shelf and saying, well, my usefulness is over, but to, Mm -hmm. to see like, what, what does God have for me next? Where do I go now that I'm in this stage of life? And how do I continue to allow myself to be stretched? Because that's going to stretch your faith and your dependence on the Lord, but he's also going to bring you into some really awesome things if you allow him to, right. to open up doors. Right. Um, so, you know, just in closing, and, and I again want to thank people for, for just kind of having a conversation with us and just mm-hmm. just inviting you into our, our home here. Um, what I just felt impressed to say as we close out these three podcasts is just that it's never too late to make a new start. Right. Um, maybe you've been leading your family and you do some, some sort of honest self-examination and you kind of step back and say, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not making Christ the, the priority in my home. Like I need to, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it's the, the husband, the, the spiritual leader of the home. And, and you're just like, um, I'm, I'm not cutting it like I could. You know, and maybe maybe I'm not in the word like I should be, or I'm I'm not reading the word with my spouse and with my kids, or mm-hmm. we're not really praying together very much. We may or may not attend church too often mm-hmm. as a family, and uh, those are just all areas in which we we can allow God to have the floor again in our lives, so mm-hmm. to speak, to give Him the again that space and that that uh, place in our homes that that really. Right. This is the one he should have. Um, nothing, nothing of that is said out of condemnation. 
Right. I, I hope that's an encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's rather just from a place of love saying, hey, believe us, believe Corey and I, when we know our own home is either being led by the Holy Spirit right. or someone else, mm-hmm. you know? You can definitely tell. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think we, we can come to these podcasts and record and be like, mm-hmm. man, we're we're talking about things that we struggle with oh, as definitely. much as anybody. Yeah. Right. You know, we're, if, if we're honest, we're, we're nowhere near perfect. Yeah. Mm-mm. We're pointing all this back at ourselves saying, mm-hmm. okay, this is advice we, we need to take. So, right. but new starts and new beginnings are okay and they are encouraged. And well, if, I mean, the Lord says in Lamentations that his mercies are new every morning, mm-hmm. you know, his compassion, compassion never, never fails. fails. Amen. His faithfulness is great. So, right. So don't beat yourself. No over the head with it, no, but take it as right. an encouragement Yeah, to say, and if you're listening to all this and you resonate with it and you're like, we're doing all that. And yeah, that's the way, you know, just kind of giving a big amen, then, then great, you right. know, but if you're also feeling like this is kind of convicting and, and I, I do need to take this to heart, then great as well. That's, mm-hmm. that's all we, we want to accomplish through right. this. And, and hopefully it's, taken and received with in the love and the grace that we're, we're saying all of it with. So yeah. Um, with that, you know, I, I just, again, want to thank everybody for, for listening, taking the time. These, yeah. these podcasts are a new thing for us and we're kind of learning as we go, how mm-hmm. to, how to do them and record them. Right. Um, I want to thank you because I know not every time you're going to be joining me, mm-hmm. the, we kind of, I wanted to definitely do this series with you, uh, with my wife because that's she's kind of the 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 other side of the equation that is really missing if I'm going to talk about any of this without you. So um, so thank you, Corey, and um, I'm just grateful for you guys to to listen. And I pray that you have a blessed day. We're going to start. I'm going to start recording some new things, some new topics, and uh, hope to have those recorded and up soon. Yeah. And um, by all means, if you need to reach out at all, you can go to our website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com, or email me. It's info at Derek, and that's D-E-R-E-K, Charles, normal spelling, Johnson, normal spelling. O-N. Some people spell E-N. Correct. Yeah, they they would be wrong. Yeah. So you say normal spelling, it's O-N. Johnson, S-E-N, you're okay as well. Uh, but info at DerekChildsJohnson.com, and we would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, just please like, share, and subscribe, and stop back again soon for more As Bold as Lions podcasts. Yay. You guys have a wonderful day. God bless. Hey, guys. This is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.